This game is played by adults going over adult content. You've been warned. Welcome to Yes Please, the D&D podcast companion to Check Please. This series of podcasts take place in between episodes of the main Check Please series and go into more detail and depth about specific people and events. This episode takes place in canon a little after the events of episode 50. Thursday, the 7th of February, and it's sometime in the afternoon. You guys are aboard the Agile, and you are heading from the mountains of Easternville, from Hildy's Hut. You guys are currently traveling onwards toward Daraham to rendezvous with the Queen to try to find out what the hell you're going to do with this crystal shard. The last thing that happened interpersonally is there was a bit of an argument, and currently Lavette and Moira are in your guys' quarters, probably having some sort of conversation, or maybe just chilling. And the rest of the party is split between the deck and the galley. Vera, you're currently in the galley, sitting next to some boxes. So what I think would happen would be that Vera would wait for Karis and Sol to go down to the galley, and then would try to intercept Karis there. Okay. What would you... Did you have anything else to say to Karis, like when you were... No, we were pretty much done. We were just kind of enjoying each other's company, I think, at the end of her rejecting my adoption. <laughs> okay, that's that's a way to put it. I wouldn't say she rejected your adoption. Karis just thought it was kind of funny, because Karis considers you to be a sibling, not a parent. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's okay you'd be a terrible mother you said I this. have to try my best or else we've got a crazy kid on our hands or you got a crazy kid on our hands yeah, you get, this whole party's nothing but crazy kids what are you talking I'm about I'm trying my best <laughs> goddamn millennials so Karis is probably going to stay above deck looking at the terrain as it goes by for a little while until she's probably eventually going to start feeling a bit sick and want to lie down. So she'll excuse herself and head down below decks. I'd say probably in about an hour after the point that we left off. So we'll say somewhere around 2 p.m. Okay. So, all right. Vera, you see Karis come down the stairs, heading down toward your all's cabin. Karis, could I speak to you for a brief moment? Oh, of course. Is, is everything you okay? Home? Yes, I just wanted to talk to you. I'm sure I'm sure you're not that interested in what I have to say, but I really would like to... No, I, I was meaning to talk to you too, actually. Can I make a perception check? Has <laughs> <laughs> your ears to the... <laughs> the two of you can turn and see a giant ear sticking down from the grating. It twitches. <laughs> like a bat's ear. It sort of like angles itself toward you all, following the sound. You, you can hear the noise of the sonar. <laughs> You're so mean. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm listening from the grate above deck. You wanted to tell me something? Uh, yeah, I did. So I'll make a perception check. Go ahead. Okay, I can. <clears throat> I'm really I good at those. I'm, yeah, because you have Don't giant fuck fucking up. ears. I've got a 22. Alright, I mean, they're not really being quiet, so yeah, if you're gonna stick your head in the grate, you can hear them. Yay! <laughs> you just see, like, soul lurched <laughs> over it on all fours, and Petra's just looking at him like, what the fuck? Petra's wondering why he got himself into this situation, and he's considering if he'll survive jumping off the deck. <laughs> Drinking his tea. <laughs> Ever since we were in Soul's house, I... 
I've been meaning to talk to you. I'm, yes? I'm sorry. It's not your fault, Karis. I just... There's no way that you, either of you would have known. She kind of grits her teeth. She makes like a, ooh, sort of facial expression without the sound. She has her teeth together and her lips are sort of peeled back and she has her eyes to the side. She's been caught or is ashamed of some fact. You, did you know? I mean, I wasn't, I never said anything, but I mean, your eyes kind of gave it away and that you never had a hood down. I just, she shrugs. I just kind of put two and two together. Honestly, I'm kind of surprised that the others didn't. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't, I don't mean to upset you. I know you don't, Karis. I just, I, um, I didn't think that that's how that would end up in the, back in the, in the, in the bathing room. I thought it was just playful fun, and I, uh, I hope you can forgive me. Of course I can, Karis. It, it should have been fine. I just, I have to work up to doing something like that now. Can I ask you a question? Of course. I mean, you're one of the strongest people I know. You are really good at fighting, and you're really brave, and you know your way around everywhere outside. Why does that... Why does your heritage bother you so much? I'm supposed to be a face of the hive. If people know what I am, I know how people view half-elves, and I don't want that to affect Mulifer's hive. She nods, but you get the feeling she doesn't quite understand what you mean. Um, well... Uh, she sort of just, like, trails off at a loss for words. Karis. Yeah? I know it might not be something you want to hear, but I just want to say thank you. I know you didn't want to do it, and you were kind of forced into what we wanted to do, but you did a lot for Marcus. She kind of leans against the nearest wall. It sort of looks like the wind's been knocked out of her. I, I don't feel like I did anything for Marcus. Do you know what would have happened if you didn't? He would have... Either had to eat more souls and become the monster he didn't want to be. He would have continued as a parasite and I would have had to deal with it. But what you did, you let him go out as a hero. He didn't have to be a monster. Yeah, she hears those words. I'm going to ask you to make a diplomacy check with a very high bonus. I have cast invisibility and would like to sneak to the top of the stairs. Yeah, go ahead with stealth check. That's a 35. Okay. That's a 20. Okay, uh, make a perception check as well, since... That is a 30. <gasps> Shit, I was so close to getting found out! Yeah, alright, in that case, yeah, you're able to sneak up with no issue. Your words have cut her to the core, and she starts crying, and she says, Thank you. I think I needed to hear that. I think that if after all this, we went to the temple of Melifera, I might be able to, with her power and the power of this plane, I think we could help you reconcile in your own mind it's a very good place for meditation she nods me help you she nods and says i'd I'd like that i'm just not sure how much mellifera is going to like someone like me (laughs) why wouldn't she like you i mean mellifera is a goddess of like life and community right yes i mean i'm i'm a priest of of owen we're sort of a kind of sort of at least opposed a bit i guess i mean she shrugs. Owen's not evil or anything, but, I mean, life and death don't really tend to get along very well. Melifra would know a good person, whether or not they worship another deity. She gives you a smile, and I would, I'd like to take you up on that off. I'm glad. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, Vera. And if you don't mind me saying, she starts to look kind of embarrassed. I thought your ears looked nice. <laughs> Vera will smile lightly and is going to head up the stairs. Oh, shit! <laughs> I gotta move out of the way! <laughs> 
Karis is going to head down and uh, a duck. find a place to rest. Upon finding uh, Lavette and Moira in that room, she'll probably end up going over to the crew quarters and laying down. <laughs> <laughs> Vera goes up to the deck mess, like in okay. the corner by the southern stairs, mm-hmm. and is going to start performing the ritual in order to teleport to the temple. Excellent. All right. If no one interrupts, you're going to go ahead and complete that ritual and be whisked away to the temple. It's very hard. The slurping noises from Petra drinking that tea <laughs> is abysmal. But you managed to pull it off. Wonderful. All right. I'm out of here, right? Yep. Yep. All right. You appear at the gates of the temple. The buzzing of bees and the chatter of followers greets you. So how does the temple look now? I assume it's been renovated quite a bit now. Yes, it has. All of the side rooms pretty much have been turned into places for people to live. There's still a couple of storage rooms for supplies, but the majority of the space has been converted into living quarters. The main area still has like the big altar with the honeycomb font, and the ceiling is still covered in, the, in that massive beehive. Yeah. But other than that, it's been cleared out, and it is much nicer looking than it was when you first arrived. So, as usual, Vera would go around to each of her like sisters and brothers of the hive, mm-hmm. and would see how things are doing, see if they need anything that she can bring back or retrieve mm-hmm. elsewhere. Talking to the people in the hive, you find out that the fae in the area, since they've been cured and calmed down, now that more time has passed, they have become more and more friendly toward the temple. Oh, and oftentimes the fae in the area will visit and bring fresh fruit as just like a, an offering to the temple. Aw, that's really uh, nice. Well, actually, fresh fruit and wildflowers. I should say that, too. They bring lots of wildflowers. There's a couple of dryads who showed up and helped the area around the temple with using various nature magics. They tried to suffuse the area with more power. So there's now fields of flowers that grow around that weren't there before. Ooh, yeah. And it hopes to help feed the bees. Yeah, very cool. Awesome. So, yeah, the fae of the area are still very much happy because they... They consider Varus particularly to be the one that saved them. Because once the story of what happened with the meteor got out, and yeah. they found out that Vera was the one that hit it with Potion, they kind of consider the whole Malifera faction to be close allies now. That's so cool. So Vera will, after going through all the, talking with all the Hive members, mm-hmm. Vera will go to the altar area mm-hmm. and just sit down, meditate with the droning of the bees and that, uh, and try to start talking to Mellifera. Awesome. All right. You sit by the font, and you clear your mind, and the droning of the bees sort of waxes and wanes, as almost as if it was like a heartbeat, until it rises in a chorus of a million voices. Welcome back. It's always a wonderful time being over here. I'm sorry that we have not been able to get as many members in the recent days. Obviously, with Galarov, we need to ensure that this entire realm is able to carry on for our own benefit as well. Indeed. Growing large to save the world is the wrong way to do it. We must save the world, and then we will grow large. We will. I've also received some information from a kind of living book in Deraham, and I asked it about how the hive has fallen before, and they said that people viewed us as a threat from rising against their power. And I think that maybe the best course of action would be to make sure that we have many, many areas that we spread to, not just this one or the two, but locations, temples all across the country. And for, and I think obviously there are times when we will have to use force in the most dire of circumstances. 
but I don't want that to affect our typical hive. I think if we had another offset, like a splinter of the hive that would learn how to do such things secretly and professionally, I think that would be of great importance to us. I find your ambition pleasing. I think you are on the right track. That's wonderful. It would also allow us to, with the increased number of temples, we'd be able to get people from other locations much faster. I couldn't get anyone really from Parthenay. There's was really no way of getting here quickly enough that they would be safe. I understand. We will grow cautiously and safely. Thank you, sister. I I wish for you to spread us to the Holy City. The Holy City? Yes. You have been there before. There is an entire district of temples dedicated to gods, both major and minor, and I have been absent from that place for too long. Then it will be done. We will have you there. The people need to see who we are. You are correct. And you have been faithful and powerful, and you have aided this in more ways than I can express. You have earned another reward. Another reward? Alright, so, you remember the amulet you're wearing? Yes. What do you know of its powers? So what I remember is that it lets me basically speakerphone my voice into the temple. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm at the temple. Okay. Mellifera asks you to return it to the font. Vera will take off the necklace and put it into the honey beneath the hive. All right. You place it into the honey, and it is sort of immediately encased. It sort of is sucked to the bottom of the font, and the font begins to glow this rich, deep amber color. It starts to illuminate a light. You feel all of the bees buzzing in unison, and it resurfaces and ends up floating on the top of the honey. Even though it's heavier than the honey itself, it sort of moves back to the surface. and sits right on the surface with perfectly dry and clean, waiting mm-hmm. for you to take it back. Very well. All right, you pick it up, and it feels different in your hand somehow. It feels like it has more energy in it than before. Can I tell what? No, they... but go ahead, you, can, you can put it back yeah, on I, if you'd like. I put it back on. All right. When you wear it, you feel more centered in your combat stance, and... Your weapon and your arms seem more in unison than before. Like, you feel Mellifera's sting has become more of an extension of your own body. And all of your attacks are going to gain plus one damage. Awesome! Very cool. And that also applies to not just Mellifera's sting, but also your poison sting and your long spear, if you ever want to use that one ever again. Mellifera is also going to ask you to drink from the font, if you so choose. So, Vera is going to, when they put on their... On the amulet, they also are going to slowly take off their hood as well mm-hmm. for now because they want to try and be better. Especially after also Karis was like, I already knew this. Mm-hmm. And Vera feels more safe yeah. in the hive. The whole trying to hide this is not to hide it from her sisters and brothers. It's to hide it from people who would want to join. Right. And then she will go to the honey and drink of it. Okay. Alrighty. So, the next step of Mellifera's Boon. So, Mellifera's Boon is currently a plus four AC natural and a flight 40, and it grants you the poison sting attack. Yep. So, the next version of Mellifera's Boon is going to double the duration. So, now we're going to set it to 12 hours. It's going to double in oh, duration. so good. So, it'll last <laughs> for half the day, if you so choose it. So, now you can literally spend half your time in the Boon form. And it's also going to increase your natural AC by, instead of four, it's going to increase it by five. I will leave the visuals up to you Mm -hmm. if you want to specify what you look like now. Basically, how bee-like you look. But Mm -hmm. I think before we already established that you had compound eyes, antenna. I also gave myself the draw that splits in half. I think Mm -hmm. with the AC increase, the skin goes even harder into being like a chitinous kind of 
Gotcha. Okay. Exoskeleton? So yeah, so you're fully chitin this exoskeleton over your whole body now? I think it more basically went over the entire thing and just made it more pronounced. Okay. I guess I sort of imagined as this was leveling up, first it was just your hand, then maybe partway down your arms. Yeah. Also like your joints or your shoulders or something, and now it's sort of just your whole body. Mm-hmm. So now your whole body has a, a shiny black carapace with yellow bands in places. Also, we were talking before about potentially having the swarm step for once a day. Oh, that's right. You want to do that at all? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, okay. So we're going to call that a level four druid power. We're going to give you that ability once per day. What limit should we have for the distance? Yeah. So this is essentially going to allow you to turn your body into a swarm of bees, right? It, what it would do is when I have the Hummel yeah, well, okay. swarm. It allows you to swap positions? Correct. Okay. Basically, if I was using this, it would be to get that swarm into a window or something and then mm-hmm. shift it. Sure. So it's 400 feet plus 40 per level. So you're level 9. So you could go 760 feet with that ability. Okay. So I think after all of that, Vera will probably spend a bit more time, maybe 3 hours to 5 hours mm-hmm. here, helping with whatever needs to be done inside the hive, praying, meditating. Basically just getting closer to her siblings. Makes sense to me. Okay. And I think that's where that would end then. So, you find yourself on board the Agile. Vera is currently in her temple, I believe? Correct. Petrie's still fucking drinking tea up on the main deck with... (laughs) (laughs) With Archie, yes. Yeah. Watching Archie and drinking tea. Lavette is having a conversation with Moira in the main room. Uh-huh, uh, in the gallery. The room that we sleep in. Correct. So Karis that... is taking a nap in the fore galley, gallery. Um, or at least she she's laying down. She may not be asleep, but she's recently tried to see what was going on down there and realized that the two gnomes were in the room talking, so she was given some space. Which leaves Sol as the only one just sort of walking around. So what's Sol doing? Well, at first I was hiding from Vera because I was kind of invisible, and I might still be invisible. I avoided Vera, and I thought she was coming up the stairs, but I guess she was just going to her temple. Either way, I got out of the way. But since no one has come up, and I've just kind of been a sad sack alone, and it's extremely quiet on the ship today. Yeah. The well, fight yeah. we just had. It's also the same day that Marcus died, so. Yeah. I'm sure emotions are still pretty raw. I mean, I know Soul's kind of upset with Vera after listening to Vera thank Karis. Yeah. Soul knows it was important for Karis to not be blamed for this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But something about thanking Karis for Marcus's death, it hurts. It, it just sucks. And I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's very raw. Very, very raw. So, well, with no one to talk to, well, we have someone to talk to. Soul's gonna go down to the galley, and they're gonna go up to the, the mm. pole in the center. Sure. The, <laughs> the, yeah. the mast? The mast, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they're still invisible. But since my eye has been replaced, I'm curious, actually. If I do detect magic on the mast... Would I be able to see the door thingy that Alec has? Yeah, so you activate your eye, and you can see a seam sort of floating in midair there. Interesting. Like, there's almost a flap of canvas hanging down from nothing. So could I open it without knocking because I can see it? You could try. Can I try? 
Yeah. Okay. Do I need to roll anything? Yeah, give me a spellcraft. Oh, okay. Oh, it's been a while since I did something like that. <laughs> oh, God. 22? All right. So you reach forward, and you sort of just trail your fingers across the edge of it to where you think it ends, and you just barely touch it, and even though it's not really there, your natural eye can't see anything. Your other eye tells you that there's something here, and when you pull your fingers just across this flap of canvas hanging in nothingness, it peels back and you can peek into a room within the room. Hello? Anyone home? (laughs) So as you peek into the room, you see sitting at the desk in the room is Alec, and he's writing in a small book. He looks up startled from his work and closes the book. I thought I told you to knock. Uh, I'm sorry. I was just testing out my eye. It got fixed, and I just wanted to see if I could open it, to be honest. He stands up, places the book inside his internal pocket of his vest, and then walks over to you to open the flap the rest of the way. Soul's actually being polite this time, and not just walking in, because Alec called them rude last time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But they were just curious to see if they could open it on their own. I mean, is... Are you all right? That's a good question. Can I? He takes a he takes a step back and gives you a head nod. Okay, I enter. Soul's kind of fidgeting with their hands. Their stature is very straight, and they just look really uncomfortable. And not because of where they are, but just they're just uncomfortable. Yeah. So what Alex's gonna do is he is going to sort of take your hands in his, lead you over to the table and sit you down at one of the chairs there. He pulls another chair over from the desk and sits across the table from you. He gingerly sits you down. It, uh, oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> it, uh, it's never easy. Uh, uh, <laughs> Losing people, I mean. <laughs> and I've not even been around that long, but still, it's, the list is extensive. So- Soul's got their elbow on the table, and they're kind of looking off to their right with their hand covering their mouth slash kind of perching their head on it. Mm-hmm. They're obviously listening, but it looks like they're having a hard time formulating the words, so they're just kind of being quiet. The two of you were close. It's understandable to feel the way you do. He loved me. He gives you a, like a smile. Tell me more. Why? Because sometimes it helps to talk about these things. <sighs> I, Alec, I don't really know what to say about this. Well, all right, if you prefer to not talk about it, I won't press. I just I, I thought it might have been... I don't know. I just wanted to be with someone right now. He reaches his hand across the table, kind of holds your hands in his. I'm here for you. But what if I'm a reason for you to end up being killed in some way? Would you still want to be there for me? He's, he smirks and kind of chuckles a little bit. I doubt that. Oh, cocky much. He shrugs and gives sort of an innocent look. Who, me? Yes, you. Look, I'm I'm good enough at this sort of work that I'm not really worried about any mistakes. And I think that you would have to try pretty hard to make a mistake bad enough that would get me killed somehow. So you just put that right out of your mind. Good. I don't want to lose you. <clears throat> Soul. Anyways. <laughs> this has really hit you harder than I thought. Oh, God, here it comes. He stands up, and he walks around the table over next to you. And for a second, he still has, like, this kind of smirk on his face. And then uh, he is just going to kind of give you a hug. What are... what? What? Oh, oh okay. Are, are you feeling okay? What is happening? 
I can tell you've had a rough time, alright? You don't have to put on a strong face for me. If you need, if you need to be here and have someone with you, I understand. I know. I know I'm really young for elves. And there's been plenty of death around us, technically. I, I've, I've killed other creatures. It's never faced me. But I didn't... I didn't know that that someone that you care about would make you hurt if they died. I guess I kind of guessed, but you just didn't know it hurt this much. He still is hugging you, and you can feel his head nodding as he runs a hand across the back of your head through your hair. It's it's okay. I don't know if it is. I'm supposed to be a leader of a village, and this is something that's affecting me. And I think it always will. And all that means is that you have a heart. It's not weakness. But I'm scared now. Hey. He breaks the hug and sort of leans back a little bit. Looks you dead in the eye and says, We're all a little bit scared. It's how you handle that that makes someone brave. I don't really have a choice in how I'm going to handle this. I have to keep going. (laughs) And it sounds like you're halfway there. He stands back up and sort of half sits on the table. Just kind of like leaning? Yeah. It's stupid. I'm I'm so angry with everyone right now. And I know I shouldn't be, but I am. I'm like really mad at a lot of people. I don't know if it's mad, but just, oh, you know? Yeah, I think I do. The question is, what are you going to do about it? I'm going to be the good future ruler that I need to be. Mm-hmm. And take it all in stride that everyone is taking steps that they believe is necessary for the wellness of our future. (sighs) But what if I'm still mad? (laughs) I mean, whenever I find myself in that situation, I guess I just train harder. Or I go and I shoot a a ray of fire at something. Make myself feel better. It's been a long time since I tried something like that. (laughs) I'm glad I have you here. He kind of like cocks an eyebrow. Oh, just happy to have a conversation partner? Well, that and I find you interesting to talk to. He kind of leans in a little bit more. Oh, I see. Oh, don't pull that crap with me. (laughs) He laughs and leans uh, a little bit closer to you. Oh, I think I kind of enjoy it. And why is that? He leans in a little bit closer. I don't know, I think it affects you a little bit. Soul leans back. (laughs) <clears throat> you are talking in the presence of a future ruler, my fine man. Oh, very well. Your majesty. Oh, come on. <laughs> he gets off the table and, like, goes down to one oh, knee no. in, like, this stupid flourish. Oh, don't do what Gro did. It's already gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I was just going to try to treat you as the leader you so wish to be treated as, right? Yes, but we are partners here. We work together, remember? You you don't have to be so formal with me, I guess. Well, then you don't have to be so formal with me. I don't know. You're, like, really good at what you do. I feel like I should respect you because of that. Hmm. Shouldn't I? Do you not think so? I mean, it's fine if you don't think so, because I'll just stop. I mean, fuck you. <laughs> he just chuckles again and sits back up on the table. Speaking of grow, actually. Oh. We talked last time. You know how you told me to dis- distrust him and, you know, keep my eyes open and stuff? Mm-hmm, because he's plotting against you. Yeah, uh, He's probably I going tried. to try to kill you and take over the protectorship. <laughs> okay, that's not really possible, I don't think. But 
You seem wily. Oh god, <laughs> let me have my explanation, Alec. You good? He just, he just <laughs> quietly gives you a smile and, and listens. Okay, so I think he might be a perfect person because he's literally the embodiment of a cinnamon roll and I feel like he gets upset super easy and he's just like the gentlest person and I can't see faults in him currently. And I'm trying really hard here. He looks kind of annoyed. Just a little low-key annoyed right now. Ooh. I happen to disagree with your assessment. I have known enough arranged marriage husbands in my day to know that they're not as nice as you think. Are you one of them? <laughs> no, I'm quite lowborn, I assure you. Alright, well, I don't know what your spy business makes you get into. I mean, I, I may maybe have... maybe people have you pretend to be an aristocrat so you can get in good with some hoity-toity parthenay. Hmm? That does happen quite often, actually. But hmm. I've never actually been in an arranged marriage. I mean... A cover story is one thing, but actually getting married to someone else, that's a bit different. Alas, he sort of like looks wistful for a second. In all my years, I've not once truly had a bride. Yeah, yeah, like you'd actually want to get married. <laughs> he gives you a wink. Suppose you're right. My lifestyle wouldn't really be conducive to a stable relationship. So they say. Soul's kind of smirking. <laughs> so, tell me more about your perfect husband. I... <laughs> Look, he fixed my eye. As you can see, it is mm-hmm. working perfectly now. Right, 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 right. This magical eye that was used by your enemy to spy upon you. and Look, he almost... hadn't finished it, and that's why it was causing itself problems. Oh. Look, I can prove to you he it's really efficient. unfinished eye. How interesting. Look, he was rushing it. He gave it to me on the winter solstice. It was a very sweet sentiment. Hmm, likely story. I mean, it kind of made Karis cry, but it's fine. See? It's mean to your friend. Well, she kind of zombified my eye, though. (laughs) Are you saying there's something wrong with zombification? It didn't feel good. Fine. Kind of, like, playfully holds his hands up and surrender. Have your perfect husband. Are you Joeus Alec? (laughs) I have never once in my life been jealous of an arranged marriage husband. Fine. Doesn't mean I'll stop listening to you, dummy. Oh, good. Soul punches him playfully. He, uh, a strength check. <laughs> it's sure if you'd like. He's, he's, no yes. pushover, he's no pushover like Gro. You're not gonna hurt him. Oh, I know. But I still wanted to punch him. Okay. He'll kind of, so you sort of playfully punch him and he kind of tries to deflect the blows playfully as well. Oh shit. And just ends up catching... Well, let me, let me actually make a roll for him and see how you do. Oh, yeah. He actually ends up catching both of your wrists and sort of pulls you up from your seated position. He kind of pulls you up sort of onto the table a little bit with him. Hi there. Seems you might need to work on your martial arts skills. Look, I'm used to throwing things, and it's obviously not punches. So sort of brace your position, because he kind of has you leaning up against the table toward your front right now. Yeah. He lets go of your wrists, but then he wraps one of his arms sort of around your waist. Got to support you. But he still has one wrist? No. That hand's probably helping him brace himself on the table. So it's probably anchored behind him. And then he's got his other arm holding you at the the small of your back. So excited to be going back home? Always. Smell of the ocean is different there. Compared to other oceans? He nods. It's home, you know? It's hard to make real sense of it. It's just... It's in my blood. That's true. I really wish I could have shown you mine. 
be honest. Who's to say you didn't? Uh, Sol kind of glares at him. What? I'm sorry, were you one of my help? No. I mean, kind of am, I suppose, in a way. Sol grabs at their clothing now and is, like, inspecting it. Do you you have something on me? How how would I have shown you? (laughs) They're just grabbing at their clothes now. I mean, we're, we're in a partnership, so I'm sort of working for you, kind of. I don't know if that makes me one of your servants. That's a bit of a... No, I I wasn't asking that. I was just asking if you were hiding as one. I didn't know how you saw my home otherwise. I mean, I'm a bit good at sneaking around and staying out of sight. It's one of my many talents, remember? Well, I at least appreciate that you stayed away from Grow like you promised. I stayed away from your perfect husband. Mm. For some reason, the angrier you get about it, the cuter it is. I'm not angry about your perfect husband. Oh, okay. So kinda, much sass. He kind of moves in and touches the tip of your nose with his. Soul's still smirking. So sassy. <laughs> yeah, I think I might be. Because I still know that he doesn't have your best interests at heart. And you do. He shrugs. Well, maybe. But that sort of comes with the territory. You have to trust me, remember? I do. And Soul looks very serious when saying this. Well... That actually sounded like the truth. Yeah, almost as if it was. Shocker. He sort of is peering into your eye. And make a sense motive check, please. Oh, that's my worst skill. I mean, probably not as worse as other things now at this point. It's probably just an average skill. It's a 16. Okay. You get the sense that something has changed in him, maybe. Alec, is everything okay? Yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Soul put their hand on his cheek and just look at him. Are, are you sure? Yeah, of course I'm sure. Okay, promise to tell me if something was wrong? He holds <clears> his <throat> hand over his chest. Of course. Cross my heart. Yeah, that sounds like a death wish. Let's not. <laughs> never... I'd like to imagine Soul doesn't understand the sentiment. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's never really safe in this line of work, so, you know, might be. But a spy is expected to die to keep the secrets of those that he works for. So I suppose I am in your employ, so I can keep your secrets as well. Sol kind of removes his hand from their mid-back and steps back, but they're coughing into their fist, but they look like they're just covering up a smile. Everything all right? Yeah, yeah. I just thought you were being nice. Such a... Shocking turn of events, truly. <laughs> well, so, I guess a he, ruggish person can be nice sometimes. Amazing. Hmm. He starts to, like, swing his legs slightly. So, what kind of secrets can I keep for you? What do you want to know? He shrugs. I mean, I'm your spy master, so what information secrets. am I keeping secret from the world on your behalf? Well, pretty much everything about the protectorship. I told you before I told Gro. <laughs> Actually, I didn't tell Gro. My mom did, and then he got really upset. <laughs> Alec just sits and, like, nods slowly and smiles. Mm-hmm. What? Why do you look so smug? Sounds very interesting is all, but he got very angry at you. Well, he didn't hurt me or anything. I would more than likely hurt him. He didn't hurt you yet that you know of. But he also sounds like the type to play the long game. Are you sure that eye of yours is safe? Completely. Actually, 
You want to test it out? What do you mean? You want to stab me? <laughs> Not really. Hmm. Well, this makes this example a little harder. Uh, okay. What are you, are you all right? <laughs> I'm gonna activate <laughs> the eye of the protector. Okay. So you activate the eye of the protector, and your eye turns into a shade of blue. Your and then, eye... like the aura around me is like that teal feather color. So your your eye turns solid blue, and you get that teal aura around you. And the soul's arms are just out. Ta da! Uh, stab me. Uh, what? What do you mean? Ah, fine. Soul what? takes out their switchblade and just he, like holds it out for him. He stands up and he's like, "What are you doing?" You're making this example way less fun. And Soul hits the blade onto their arm. Okay. Roll damage, please. Okay. Three. <laughs> All right. You move the dagger across your arm, and that teal energy, that light around you, sort of becomes brighter at the impact side of the knife to your skin, and it basically turns the blade away. See? Nothing. And Soul's presenting their arm. That is something. Wow. Uh, does Wanna it... hit me? <laughs> Not exactly. Okay. Do you want me to hit you? Because if you're no. into that kind of thing, I mean, no. I'm happy to oblige. <laughs> oh my, and then Soul's just like, you're beat red now. Oh, well, uh, hmm. I mean, if this is the sort of conversation Ooh. you wanted to have, that's fine, I suppose. Ooh. <laughs> this is what I meant. I-, I was just showing off what I could do. I am so sorry. Shrugs. There's nothing to be sorry about. I mean, who am I to judge? I've been to some interesting parties. <laughs> oh my god, you're serious. <laughs> Should I not be? Uh, well, the, it's very different from the kind of parties I've gone to, I guess. I suppose so. Elven dinner parties aren't really known for the yeah titillation, oh. I suppose. <laughs> No, no, it's mostly politics and me trying to eat desserts with my dad catching me the minute I shove something in my face. <laughs> so, you know, that's great. So, so how long does that all last? The party? No, he <laughs> gestures to your teal aura. Oh, I think it lasts until it goes away. I can't remember, to be honest. Can I just dispel it on my own? You can probably dismiss it, but I believe it's going to last for... Ten minutes. Okay. Or until discharged. Uh, let's see if I can make it go away. Just a second. <laughs> and so concentrates just, on it going away. You just start <laughs> mentally flexing. <laughs> so your eyes open or are they closed when you're doing this? Open? Alright, so you concentrate real hard and you think about the aura leaving you and going away. And it fades away. Did it work? It looks yeah. like it worked. Well, that's an interesting little device you have there. And I can still detect magic with it. So that's how I was able to see your little door. Oh, your husband is so talented. He sounds... Again, with the sass. He sounds perfect. Mm. He says as he rolls his eyes. I'm sorry, Alec. He gives you a smirk. I'm just looking out for <laughs> And your I best told you interests. I would listen to you. Just because I'm not very good at distrusting doesn't mean I can't still listen to you. Hmm. So you're willing to admit that you're making a mistake. Good. (laughs) That's the first step toward improving. My lineage still won't last without a really strong magic user. True. Sounds like you just need to get maybe a husband that isn't plotting to kill you, or steal your power, or take over your country. 
Oh, come on. He starts, like, counting off his, on his fingers. Or, I don't know. How many people do you experience like this? Most of them. Now I'm just concerned for your well-being. Uh, it's just my line at work. It happens. Alec, I just want you to be safe, but... <laughs> <laughs> he laughs. It's not really on the cards. Safety is I not understand. really part of my job. I get it. I get it. You know, I can still worry, though. Oh, I appreciate it. kind of looks away, pouting. <laughs> he takes a step closer to you. Save your concern. Never. Soul's got their arms crossed, and although their voice is very indignant, they have a bit more of a noble pose than they probably intend to. Mm-hmm. It's starting to hatch. They're starting to adult. Oh my god. <laughs> He's gonna reach forward, and since you have, you're like pouting and looking, I'm assuming, like down into the side. It's more like crossed arms, but their back is straight, and they're just looking away. If anything, it's just their lower lip out, but they mm. have a very more serious face that mm-hmm. I assume a future ruler is going to have eventually. But, but your head is turned away from him? Oh, yeah. Okay. Whole so body, I would say. Whole body. Okay. So he's going to probably step to where he's beside you and reach a hand up and move it under your chin and tilt your head toward him, and he's going to lock gaze with you. You really are something special. You know that? I would like to say I've been told that before, but I'm not sure if anyone's told me that other than you. Hmm. You have another reason I don't trust your husband. It appears that he may be blind. And I'm the one with one eye over here. He just smirks. Careful, Alec. The people who talk to me like this tend to fall in love. And look where that got the last one. (laughs) You must not know me very well if you think I'm just going to start falling in love with people willy-nilly. He lets go of your chin. Makes sort of a flippant gesture as he takes a step away from you and turns slightly away. Can I? That's a different kind of action for him. What? Well, for him to, like, step away when he has my face next to his, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Would sensing motive of why he's acting that way? Sure, sure. Does that matter? No, go ahead. Okay. Come on, baby. <laughs> Ooh, 26. <laughs> you think he might be covering for something. Out of you, normally you kiss me when you have my face that close to yours. Are you feeling all right? Are you sick? Hmm. I may feel he playfully touches his neck and the sides of his face. Hmm. Perhaps I, I am falling ill. Wait, really? Soul, of course. The <laughs> <laughs> Soul rushes up and puts their hand on his forehead. If you're feeling ill, you should have told me right away. He, again, he smirks, he laughs, and he is going to give you a quick kiss on the lips. I thought that you were making progress with your training. And then you still go and jump to conclusions like that. <laughs> okay, this is like the beat red moment. Their hands away. They take a step back. Look, I mean, soul kind of bites her lip. It's no fun when you actually notice things sometimes. And maybe it's better for other people if you pretend that you don't. And once you start learning how to pick up cues and you start learning to see through people's deceit, you realize that sometimes when people lie to you is for your own protection. Is that it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> As a player, this is Soul totally lying. <laughs> okay. They're playing the innocent game right now. Yeah, he sees through that. Mm-hmm. Well, look, as a bit of advice, once you start to get better at telling truth from lies, you realize that things aren't as good as you're led to believe. Sometimes people's feelings aren't as true as you think they are. And, well, it can be a rude awakening. I just want you to be careful, that's all. Promise to try. And that's all I could ask. 
Um, but are you <clears throat> okay in other ways? He looks at you with a quizzical expression, such as... Mm, maybe it's best if I drop it today. Now he looks very curious. What is it? Well, today you seem a bit different with some of your options. Oh, probably know what you mean. Okay, you may not, but I've noticed it. Mm. And whether or not you're doing it on purpose, well, I don't know if I'm sure of that yet, but... Consider part of the training. What have you noticed? Uh, oh, <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> so looks a little uncomfortable. <clears throat> well, earlier you were... I don't know, you seemed a bit different when you were looking at me, and just a second ago when you turned away, I mean, most of the time when my face is close to yours, you just kind of kiss me, but you just kind of turned away and looked like you were hiding something, trying not to make me notice things. I thought I was just being melodramatic. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just shut up and die. No, no. He moves in closer. I think that you have a good eye for these things, and I'm glad to have been able to teach you a little bit about the art. Well, I hope we'll continue lessons with each other nonetheless. I mean, there's still plenty of things I can teach you, I'm sure. By all means. Anything to make me better as a ruler, I'll take it. Oh, well, I'm not sure it would make you a better ruler. Soul kind of tilts their head. Oh, okay? I mean, not everything I have to teach is leadership skills, I guess, if that makes sense. Will it make me better? <laughs> I mean, learning anything could make you better, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Blink, blink. <laughs> so, what would you like me to teach you? Hmm, let's see. What is your best skill, Alec? A smile just widens on his face. Why, my best skill? Y yes. <laughs> Slight nervousness. He walks up to you, and he's going to take one of your hands in his... And he's going to use his other hand and kind of trace a finger across the back of your hand. Basically just touch Soul, touch Soul's hand, and at the same time look at you. And he's going to try to elicit a response in Soul. Do, do I need to roll anything? Would you, would you like to make a will save? Sure. That's like a better skill I have. 14, great. <laughs> this is up to your discretion as a player. Okay. But he is going to try to charm Soul. Oh, with like a spell? No, 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 no. Like more... Oh! Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. He is going to try to essentially seduce, for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he rolled quite well, and your resistance to it was rolled quite poorly. So I, I just want you to know that I'm not going to dictate success or failure in this. I'm just going okay. to lay that out. That he has rolled quite well, and you have rolled quite poorly, so you can use that to your benefit for the RP. Okay. But he is going to attempt to physically charm you. Um, what's this? Just a skill, that's all. Do you think I'll need it? He shrugs. Possibly. Is it... Gotcha. Is it a useful skill? Uh, are you asking me? He nods. Is it effective? Soul looks a little sad for a second. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's good. Alright. Gonna do a sense motive for the sadness. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go, go ahead and assume that his sense motive is successful. So, explain the sadness. What's the sadness about? So, Soul prefers a more natural thing. Mm -hmm. And they know very well they could easily 
succumb to something like this. Mm-hmm. Especially if they let themselves. Mm-hmm. But to explain it, I guess it's a bit of a melancholy feel that he would try this on them, I guess. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. before they were dissociating and it was part of the agreement. Second time it was like, oh, one thing led to another. Mm-hmm. So it kind of feels like a step back almost for Soul. Mm. Okay. Because I think we both know deep down that they do actually like Alec. Well, sure. Yeah. Alec would never admit to that either. It's madness. So, upon seeing that reaction, he's going to back off, actually. Um, Was that unfair of me to do that? Oh, no, you were just showing me your skills. It was fine. I get it. (laughs) Hmm. You just seemed like you were uncomfortable. Just, uh, I... And so it looks like they're having a hard time explaining even to themselves why they were uncomfortable. I I guess I was starting to, um, not be here for a second. <laughs> oh, I understand. It's, it's sometimes good to lose yourself in the moment, and then other times it's all you can do to dwell on, on the past. Well, it's it's been a hard day for everyone. Um, uh, Alec? Yes? I'm sorry. For what? If I upset you. You haven't upset me. It's it's fine. I just... I guess I just want what's best for you. I want... <clears throat> um, not a lot of people talk like that. Um, it's, it's very nice of you to be that way with me. Okay, so my gut says I want to ask you what's best for me. And normally I just kind of ignore those feelings and push them deep down and I don't say anything. But since I promise to trust you, I'm saying things now. <laughs> I appreciate the trust. I guess I, I just mean that I want to see you succeed. And, I will. Uh, well, I know. You have my help. Not just that. I have to. He nods. I suppose that's a good enough motivator. Soul kind of takes a step towards him. And I have your help. There you go. Start trusting me to do more to help. Well, pretty much written everything I can. He taps the book in his vest. So you're leaving us when we get back. He shrugs. Possibly. Or maybe not. I mean, I did receive some interesting new job offers, so might consider my employment opportunities elsewhere for a short time. Maybe take a, a long-deserved vacation from Her Majesty's service. I know a good place that stays warm pretty much all year round. Oh, tell me about it. It sounds intriguing. Soul kind of walks past Alec and plops down on the bed and then pats it for him to sit down. He saunters over to the bed and sits down next to you. So there's this wonderful place. Everything's green almost all year round. Mm -hmm. There's flowers blooming on the trees constantly. And as long as it's a warm night, you can always hear tree frogs. So as long as that doesn't bug you, it might be a nice place. It certainly sounds magical. It kind of is. I mean, most of our stuff is kind of magic-based. We have these bathrooms that are huge compared to any of the ones I've been in outside of my home. It's like a big a magic, bathtub. A magic bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And I suppose this is why the elves have been isolated from the world for so long. Why leave, <laughs> right? Well... You have magic bathrooms. There are other things that are magical, Alec. Not just the bathrooms. Well... Well, they are nice. <laughs> I've met a few of the people from there, and I think you're right. They do seem a bit magical. Soul leans back a little just to look at him. He's just smirking at you. Alright, you're normal. Okay. <laughs> what? Nothing. How dare you laugh at me? If I can't, who can? 
We're supposed to be honest with each other. That means sometimes I'm going to laugh at you. Then then I will tease you mercilessly for the rest of your life. Oh, are you sure? Why not? Shrugs might be dangerous. Do you know what I'm going up against? I think the whole dangerous thing, I'm already doing it. So, True. Another challenge in my life isn't going to hurt me. You don't feel that you're challenged enough. (laughs) You see this awkward smile on Sol's face where it's like, maybe. Seems to me that maybe you need something easy in your life for a change. Um, Something open and simple. Any recommendations? What? Well? He ever so slowly leans in. Soul's gonna reach their hand behind his neck and pull him forward towards them. And then what? Oh, they're gonna kiss him. <laughs> and then they kind of release for a second because they're surprised by their own actions. Oh, sorry. A bit more aggressive today. Look, a, a lot of things happened. I... Oh no, I'm I'm not complaining. He leans in and kisses you. And since he's sitting next to you on the bed, he's going to reach an arm over and play with your back in that way that he does. It's not true when you do that. <laughs> oh, I know. But um, I'm also certain that I'm not here to play fair. Yes, but I'd at least like to know where your weaknesses are. <laughs> well, I could show you. He leans in even closer, and I'd have to kill you. He gives you a playful smirk as he gently pushes you back to lay on your back. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, soul, you smitten kitten. <laughs> And with that... He would never kill me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose not with that energy stuff you have now. He says between kisses as he is moving down your body. Mm, I also think you like me too much to kill me. Mm. Just a hunch. Maybe. Maybe. That's okay. I like you too much to kill you. He's unfastening your shirt. Alright. Soul's gonna take a second and grab the collar of his shirt and bring him back up for more kisses. He plants a long deep kiss on your mouth. He's learned a few things from Parthenians. One of them is their method of kissing. So, French kissing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a heavy use of tongue. It's something else. Yeah, it's really weird when you first do it, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I would just like to say that as someone who still remembers their first French kiss. Oh, do go God on. awful. God awful. Do go on. <laughs> oh, God. It was like... <laughs> It's like watching one of those zombie movies where, like, the zombie, like, puts this weird worm thing in another person's mouth, except it felt like it was in real life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was so gross. And, like, I think the guy's tongue was just very large to begin with, but it was just nasty. Oh, no. He put his it whole was... tongue in your mouth? Yeah. Oh, without no. Without me being prepared, either. Oh, it was no. very invasive. But I also didn't know how to kiss yet, really. It, w- it was, like, one of my early boyfriends, so... Oh, that's rough. Yeah. It was just like... <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope he's better than that. Oh, I, I, can, I can guarantee you that he's better than that. That's good. But again, very invasive feeling if it's your first French kiss. Well, I imagine that it probably isn't Souls. No, probably not. Yeah. Alec just might be really good. <laughs> yeah, he's just really good at it. He's had a lot of experience in practice, is all I'm saying. Mm, that's a interesting feeling in Soul's gut to think about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kissing someone who has kissed a lot of people. Is this how girl feels? Hmm. <laughs> jealousy. Interesting. 
So while he's performing this on your mouth, he's probably going to continue removing your upper garments. That's fine. So Soul wears a binding under their top, correct? Yes. And what is it held on with? Is it just like tied or what? It's just tied, yeah. Okay. So he's going to go ahead and try to untie that. I can um, I can do that for you. I, I know it gets annoying. He leans back off of you for a moment, and he sort of just reclines back and watches you. And sort of takes in the whole scene of you removing the binding from yourself. There. <laughs> Why do you do that anyway? Convenience. It's less feminine. Hmm. I mean, we, we've talked about your, um, well, is she your captain before? He nods. Hmm. It just isn't really ugly or something? <laughs> no, no. I just wonder if there's... Maybe a simpler garment that could be made. Oh, well, there's a belt, but it causes other things to happen, which, <laughs> mm, that was a little weird. <laughs> hmm, interesting. Well, you'll have to tell me about that some other time. Oh, I'm pretty sure I still have it in my bag. <laughs> Pardon? Um, <clears throat> do you know how to remove curses? Uh, I'm afraid I don't. You, uh, then we'll you, wait on that experience a different day. <laughs> you carry a cursed item with you? Yeah. <laughs> Someone just kind of licks their lips awkwardly. So, uh, it changes your sex. I see. And you just carry one of these around with you. Uh, well, I used it so that I could trade my body for a cart from Harpies before. He just puts a hand to the side of his face, just sort of like in awe of the whole thing, of the story. <laughs> I'm not really proud of it. <clears throat> Why not? Uh, I mean, it sounds like you came up with a solution to a problem. Yeah. It was just really awkward having a penis. <laughs> yeah. He, he can't help but chuckle at this statement. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I, that... I, like, had no control. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, <laughs> like, you know... Soul's like making a gesture with their finger going up. And they just look at the ground embarrassed. <laughs> he laughs and leans in and gives you another kiss on the mouth. No. I'm embarrassed. Why are you kissing me? Look, I can assure you that it's not as bad as you seem to make it out. But I also must say I'm fairly glad that you aren't wearing it right now. Are you straight? What? I just, I would have pegged you for at least bisexual, to be honest. I mean, I have preferences. Okay. But I think I like you more this way anyway. Well, that's good to know, because I'm great. Hmm. And you are lucky enough to be the one person I trust currently. So he is going to hesitate for just about a quarter of a second, and then he is going to lean in and start kissing you in like the abdomen, the stomach area, and chest. And he's going to start working on removing your bottom. All right. But what was that roll? <laughs> that was something else. Uh-oh. <laughs> Why am I so sweaty all of a sudden? <laughs> oh, dear. So what have you gotten yourself into? <laughs> that wasn't a sense motive? No. Okay. I'm very sweaty now. <laughs> <laughs> so does he finish what he's doing? Oh, yeah. Okay. We're just going to continue. So once he yeah. does... Once he does that, he's going to uh, continue practicing French kissing. Oh. Without moving back up to your mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cool. 
Awesome. This is a thing. I mean, I imagine you would have experienced some of the SIVA, right? Yes. And I think Grow in the Garden once did as well. There you go. Well, there you go. It just doesn't happen as often. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm dying to know what that role was. <laughs> <laughs> like, actually dying. Oh, don't die. Oh, tell me. <laughs> no. Uh, so he's going to stay down there until the task is done, I think. Okay. Anything from Soul? Man, they're mostly enjoying that ride. <laughs> mm, fair point. Because I can't have my player gut instinct be like, what the fuck happened to Soul? Because I don't think they noticed anything. Unless you're going to tell me I noticed something. Well, I mean, you can make a perception check, but you noticed that he hesitated for a quarter second. I would love to make a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great. That's a 19. <laughs> yep. Um, I, I also want you to imagine that you may have a slight penalty because of the situation. How dare you? <laughs> so I'm afraid you did not notice the hesitation. Uh, oh, my eye wasn't acting weird again and he just didn't tell me. Yeah, maybe. Like, oh, your eye's orange. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, hmm, this would be a mood killer. Let's not. <laughs> so many new things Soul gets to experience nowadays. Mm-hmm. But also, they're kind of like, I might die soon, so... Yeah, you gotta enjoy it while you can. Kind of. <laughs> Soul's been very honest with the whole situation where they're like, this is a suicide trip. We may not live. The whole world may not live. Mm. Fuck it. Fuck it, and fuck him. Multiple times. I'm going down feeling good. If I'm going out, <laughs> I might as well enjoy it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, Soul, smitten by the spy. Alright, well, he is going to do what he do best. And uh, make Soul feel nice. Well, that was nice of him. <laughs> so when the deed is finished, he will gently roll you to your side and lay behind you. He positions his head sort of behind you in such a way as to probably smell the back of your head. Like smell your hair. Okay. You know, I never described what Soul smelled like either. I never thought of it. I mean, what, is, what does an elf smell like, right? I don't know. Flowers? It's a weird one. Probably, I don't fucking know, gardenia or some shit. And he won't say anything unless spoken to. He'll just sort of enjoy the moment. Do I get any secrets? Only that you may have inspired more loyalty than you know. Hmm. Of course, Soul is very sleepy at this point. It's just cuddle talk. You yeah, know, it's sweet. Get some rest. I just want to save everyone. I know you do. And I think you'll succeed. I have to. But I really hope so, because I'd like to keep hanging out with you afterwards. Here whenever you need. And so, Soul kind of does that last, I don't know if you do this, but the last bit of nuzzle into your pillow where you get that comfy spot finally. Oh yeah. Oh, I know just what you mean. And so, I don't know if he's got an arm over them at all, but they'll definitely, if he does, kind of use that as like a teddy bear almost. Oh yeah, I assume he's got an arm probably draped across Soul's chest currently. And teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> and out. And out. Alright. But did he catch the mumble? <laughs> oh, yeah, like a perception check. Go for it. <laughs> what was that? They're asleep. So, when there's no response, he kind of sighs, and he nuzzles into Soul a little bit, kisses the back of their neck, and uh, as he's drifting off, he mumbles something. Make a perception check with a heavy okay. penalty because you're asleep. Ooh, a 23. Yeah, you have no idea what he said. That's okay. I think I needed, like, a nat 20. 
Yeah, you would have had to definitely roll better than an eight, but I, I rolled like shit today, other yeah. than my sense motive. <laughs> so yeah, he, he mumbles, he mumbles something, and then drifts to sleep behind you. These two are cute. I like them. There's something. And Sol has no idea that they said that. That's true. But you don't know what they said either. What, what, what did he say? I don't know. Because I'm pretty sure Sol pretty much sleep talked. Could have just been like, good night. Never know. I'll never know. <laughs> Please tell me. <laughs> <laughs> always special thanks to William Succi and Andreas Pitchler for the intro and outro themes and Emily Roll for fantasy for this episode soundtrack interested in following us on social media follow us on Twitter at check please D&D or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic go to our patreon under the Czech Republic until next time 